Welcome to the seventh episode of the Art of Nonviolent Communication podcast. And today we're going to talk about seven principles of nonviolent communication. And they're awesome. I really love them. They really are profound principles. And, you know, NVC, there's a lot of angles, there's a lot of sides to uh, nonviolent communication. You know, learning the technique and then remembering to use the technique. So these guidelines and principles are, are things just to help you remember in the heat of the moment. Because it's one thing to have a clearly laid out example and go through all the steps. And it's another thing to be in the middle of feeling triggered, someone saying something or doing something and feeling intensely aggravated, and then remembering how to pull off a proper nonviolent communication. Um, but it really works. It's worth the effort. It is worth the, even if it takes a year or two or three to really ingrain it and be using it all the time, it's worth the effort because for the rest of your life, you'll have this communication toolkit that helps you navigate treacherous waters of human interaction. Let's be real. Human interaction is tricky, man. It's tricky. Okay, so let's get into it. Principles. The first principle is never evaluate. Never share your evaluation of what is going on. It doesn't help. I know you want to. I want to. I always want to. I always want to go, listen, here's the problem. <laughs> the problem is you, right? Uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't help. And by the way, evaluation is just like a nice way of saying judgment, criticism, condemnation. You know what I mean? And evaluation is, is your opinion on what's really going on. But it doesn't help. What does help is all the steps of nonviolent communication, you know, pointing out the fact, how you feel, why you feel the way you do, and the specific request. That's all the crucial, necessary information for progress to occur. By, by the, if they can hear you, right? If they can't hear you because they're so triggered, go to emergency empathy. But if they can hear you do all the steps, they're going to learn and understand everything without you ever have giving out your evaluation. And um, it's just a simple principle, but yeah, I mean, it's hard for me. I, I, I catch myself doing it often. Just because I'm teach, I, I do these podcasts and workshops and wrote the book because I choose to believe that I have a good grasp of the technique. Um, and by teaching it and sharing this knowledge, I'm going to ingrain it deeper and deeper because I really want to use it. I hate fighting and arguing. It's painful and feels like a waste. Yeah, so just no evaluations, no judgments. None of your opinions are really important if you want to get resolve whatever issue is going on you know if you're joking around having a good time fine throw them, throw them out it's all good but when you're really trying to solve something you don't really ever need to say what your opinion is it, it's it doesn't matter it's irrelevant it's likely almost certainly likely to trigger the other person uh, and they're going to disagree you know what i mean if they didn't disagree then you probably don't have a problem but you're using nvc because there's a problem so when you say your evaluation of what the problem is, they're most likely going to disagree. But if you use the steps of NVC, there's really nothing for them to disagree with. You're just saying, you know, how you feel, why you feel the way you do, what your request is, and you're pointing out what has occurred. And that's where solutions can happen. 
you know, when you make your request. That's like the beginning of progress. So that's the first principle is no evaluations, a.k.a. judgments, criticisms, diagnosis. You know what I mean? Just don't do it. It's tempting. I know. You're going to want to just like, I just want to tell them why they're, why this problem this problem has occurred and it's mostly because of them. Small part because of me, maybe, <laughs> definitely because of them. Nope, not helpful, not effective. All right. So the next principle of nonviolent communication guideline, fundamental, is authenticity. You know, that's a, it can be a scary thing and a rare thing. You know, um, a lot of times we want to sugarcoat and be like, um, I'm a little upset when we're like furious. And it's just better just to be honest. Honesty has power. It has a resonance. You know, it's a, a certain vulnerability. And when we're being honest, it's not honest with our opinion. You know what I mean? Because we don't need to say our opinion. It's honest with how we're feeling. That's where the real honesty can occur. Um, how are you really feeling? So, you know, to do NVC properly, it really does take a bit of self-awareness to really just, you know, pay attention to how you feel. And and there's there's different levels of describing how you feel, you know. From one perspective, there's only like two feelings, like joy and pain, you know, um, happiness and sadness. Um, but then you break it down, there's a lot of different things, you know, concern, upset, um, anxious, fearful, angry. You know, there's a lot of levels. Um, or you can just be like, you know, I'm, you know, there's love and hate, love and fear, feeling fearful. However you want to do it is fine. It's your, it's your opinion. But just be as honest as you can. And that's going to, in the long term, bring a lot more peace and joy and deeper connection. And, you know, sugarcoating kind of oftentimes just delays things, you know. We think we're being nice, but... We're really just being dishonest, you know? Honesty is beautiful. The truth shall set you free. So that's another major principle, just being honest. Honest with how you feel, okay? If you're furious, say you're furious. If you're annoyed, say you're annoyed. If you're sad, you're sad, okay? Which takes us to a third principle is never blame anyone else for how you feel. Don't do it. So common, you know. Never blame anyone else or anything. How you feel is based upon your values, your thoughts, okay? It's not what has occurred. It's how you're thinking about what has occurred. Um, I know I've talked about this before, but this NVC is very simple. And we just got to hear these things again and again and again in new ways until it's, you know, so it goes deeper and deeper into us until it just becomes like cellular memory. Um, anytime you're upset, it's not because what someone has done to you or said to you, it's about how you feel. So say someone says something, which you think is rude to you and you're upset because they called you a jerk. Well, you're not upset because you, they called you a jerk. You're upset because you value, um, politeness, you value kindness, you value civility. You know what I mean? If you're the type of person who doesn't really care what anybody calls you, because you call other people jerk all the time and, you know, or you have really thick skin and it's just irrelevant to you what people think of you, then you wouldn't be upset. Same thing, you know, someone says, hey, you're, you're a real jerk. One person gets upset, another person laughs, 
another person cries, another person gets angry. Um, you know, it, it's, it's all it depends on you and your thoughts, your value system, what's important to you, how you're framing the situation. So it's always us. It's always us. Um, a lot of times, you know, it, it, we just want to blame the other person for how we feel. But that's giving away our power. We are not victims. We are not at the, you know, at the whims of the world around us and the people around us. You know, it's us. It's how we think. We can, we can be happy through pretty much anything, depending on our thoughts. And we can be sad through pretty much anything. I mean, you know, when you don't have any money and bills are coming, it's very stressful. And you're like, oh, gosh, if I just had money, I'd be so happy. Um, but it's not true. You'd be happy for a moment because you have billionaires who, and millionaires who are sad and depressed. It, it just, it, whatever's going on in the world is irrelevant. You could be in the perfect relationship, perfect job, and still be sad and depressed. You, know, you could be super famous, great athlete. You know, it just, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is, we feel the way we do because of our own thoughts. So there's no reason to blame anyone else. However, we use nonviolent communication so we can achieve our goals and our preference and ask for things that we feel would make, that we think would make life better. And that's what it's all about. But you don't ever need to blame anyone else. And it's real subtle. It's like, you know, a lot of times you're like, you're saying the first few things like, when you came home and didn't talk to me for the first half an hour, it made me very sad. You know, it's just, it's a difference between saying it made me very sad and I felt very sad. It's subtle, but it's powerful. You know, when you say it made me very sad, it's like, I'm, I'm blaming you. I'm saying you're wrong. You should feel bad. But when I say I felt sad, it's just, I'm owning it. I'm not blaming you. I'm just sharing a truth. Okay. And how you feel is the truth. That's why you can be authentic about it. You don't need to lie about it. It's just how you feel is how you feel. Once you feel that way, hey, that's the truth. Share it. It's it. We can feel it. I think. I don't really. I think that part of our us, our, we us is connected, and we always know when someone on some level we know when people are lying or telling the truth, and things just resonate deeper and deeper. You know. So, let's uh, let's do the review. First principle is no evaluations. Okay, we don't need to tell people our opinions, our diagnosis, our evaluation, our judgment, our criticism. Just don't do it. Keep it to yourself. Um, just do NVC and emergency empathy. Um, second step is authenticity. Just express how you feel authentically. Third, uh, third principle is do not blame anyone else ever for how you feel. Ever. Don't do it. No matter what. Don't do it. It'll be so tempting. It's okay I mean, if you do it, whatever. But just try not to. Which takes us to the fourth principle. The fourth principle is you want to make sure that when you say you're feeling, it's an actual feeling and not another judgment like, um, uh, you know, abused, I'm disrespected. This happens a lot. You know, I feel disrespected. It's not a feeling. It's no feeling of disrespect. There's a feeling of anger or sadness or anxiety. There's no feeling of disrespect. Why? Because disrespect implies someone is doing something to you. So one way that is helpful most of the time, doesn't always work because words are very, you know, malleable. But um, if you can't have that feeling alone, like say you're alone on an island or you're alone in a room, uh, no one can disrespect you, right, when you're alone. So if you can't have the feeling while you're alone, then it's probably a judgment, you know. No matter where you are, you can feel sad. No matter where you are or who you're with or what, who's around you or what's going on, you can feel sad, you can feel angry, you can feel anxious. 
but it's unlikely that you're going to use the words abused, disrespected, abandoned, uh, assaulted, attacked. These are all things that imply someone is doing something to you. Okay, so that's the that's another principle: is do not confuse actual feelings with things like disrespected, which is really it's an evaluation. You know what I mean? I feel angry is a feeling. I feel disrespected is kind of an evaluation. All right. So that's the fourth principle. Moving on to the fifth. This is a big one. It's so beautiful too. I love it. Another challenging one. Very simple. Very challenging. Is never, ever, ever, ever imply that someone else is wrong or bad. Again, kind of is related to the first one, your evaluation, but it's not helpful. Just don't do it. It's unnecessary. It's likely to trigger them. We don't want them triggered. We want to get results and connection. Our ego, our pain body, wants to be right, wants to let them know how wrong they are, but it doesn't help. It backlashes. It just keeps the fire burning and tempers up. Um, so just, just don't do it. Just don't imply that they're wrong or bad. You know? Say you got a friend and there's this thing they keep doing um, that's bothering you. And you love them. Maybe it's a family member, but they always do this. Maybe every time you're telling them uh, a story or you're bringing up something, instead of listening to you, they always bring it back to themselves. I, I have a friend who, who used to do that a lot. And it would bother me. And I never said anything because I didn't know how. You know, sometimes things get messy too. And it's better to, you know, stumble through a messy nonviolent communication than to not say anything let your distaste for this event that keeps occurring grow and grow and grow until you have an outburst you know a passive aggressive outburst that is way more harsh than necessary and does not help and now you guys are feuding fighting who knows if you can recover and yeah so when you have a friend that you really love and there's something that's been going on for a while and you're like, how do I bring it up? How do I bring it up? You bring it up without implying that they are wrong or bad. That's the key. As soon as you, it's messy because they might take it that way no matter what you say, but it's going to be better if you just don't imply they're wrong or bad. Maybe you have a roommate who's messy and it's their place. <laughs> they have the power. And so you're scared maybe to bring it up and you're just like, oh my gosh. And like they're doing you a favor by letting you stay there, whatever. But so if you if you bring it up in a way that implies that they're kind of, you know, they're a bad person or they're kind of they're messy and their life would be better if they weren't so messy. That's not probably going to go over very well. But if you bring it up just with like, you know, hey, it's 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 important to me just to live in a certain type of environment that's very clean. I just feel good. I feel grounded. I feel happier when things are clean. Right. That's a lot better than, you know, you you're just kind of messy and it's hard to deal with. Those are two different ways of bringing it up, and they both have the same intention. You know, you're trying to get things solved and trying to uh, trying to work it out, but one implies they're wrong and bad, and one doesn't. All right, so that's uh, that's that. These are these are these are awesome principles. Um, and just things to remember. Just things to remember on the journey. Um, the next principle is. Don't compromise. 
You don't need to compromise, which is a little harsh, a little ruthless, but it's not don't compromise, but don't bend an inch. It's don't compromise and keep working on things. Keep communicating until you guys both feel happy. You both feel a deep resolution because you want to solve this issue permanently. One thing I dislike very much is having the same conversation, the same fight again and again. And when you compromise, you're kind of just putting it off. Or one person is dominating the other. It's like, no, let's find a win-win. Let's keep communicating until we both feel like we won. Maybe I'm an optimist. Maybe Marshall Rosenberg is an optimist too. But these are fundamental principles. And just keep working it out. Keep keep trying. Keep keep talking. Keep getting realer. You know, you because the core, the key is uncovering what the actual needs are, and. Once you do that, compromise is, is probably not going to be necessary. Um, like I said, this is the, it's tricky. I'm not going to lie. This is tricky stuff, but it works. It's better than having no tools. It's worth the effort. It's worth the mistakes that we've made. And, you know, I'm so grateful for nonviolent communication. You know, everybody knows now, everybody knows I'm doing podcasts and writing books and stuff. And so when I mess up, they're like, gosh. Thought you were an NVC teacher. It's like, yeah, I'm learning too. But uh, they don't know how bad I would be communicating without all this stuff. Whoo, Lord, bad. You know, just passive aggressive, insults, judgments uh, all the time. It's like, I'm way better. Um, and another principle is in the in the heat of the moment it's it's way it's way more challenging when you're triggered it's, it's challenging you're like what are the rules like your brain can't even think of it so one thing i've learned that helps considerably is and this is the last principle i'm going to share one thing that helps really uh, helps a lot is just to in the heat of the moment Things are going on and you you don't want to fight and you not you can't remember in that moment all the rules of NVC. Just express how you feel. I feel this way. At least that is a vulnerable, honest, authentic statement that's blaming no one, owning it, sharing real communication. And that, in my experience, will at least take whatever the level the argument is at and take it down just a little bit. And it's, it's, that's way better than taking it up a little bit. So, you know, and if you do that, make sure you're not saying something like, you know, I feel disrespected, which is not a feeling, it's a judgment. Or, you know, I feel as if, I feel like. Feeling is one word, a one word, and you, and it's one word that you can feel alone with no one else around. Um, but yeah, that's what I do, and it usually helps a little bit. And we need every tool, we need every tool in the toolbox. Because there's a saying, I don't know exactly how it goes, but um, it was saying that, I don't know if it was a saying or maybe it was a scientist talking about this, but they were saying the most complicated thing a human being does, the thing that uses most of their brain power, is interacting with another human being. So that's pretty interesting, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, those are the principles. Let's go through them one more time. I might jumble them up because it kind of freestyled this thing. But um, first step is first principle is no evaluations. Just keep it to yourself. Keep your evaluations, your opinions, your judgments, your criticisms, your diagnostics to yourself. Just do the steps of NVC and emergency empathy. Second principle is speak 100% authentic all the time. How you feel. 
How you feel is how you feel. Okay? Don't be authentic with your opinions. Those don't matter. Just be authentic with your feelings. Um, don't blame anyone else for how you feel. Take responsibility for it. Own it. I feel this way. Not it makes me feel or you make me feel or it made me feel. No, no, no. None of that. I feel this way. I felt that way. Okay? Um, never imply anyone else is wrong or bad. Just don't do it. It's not necessary. We're not here to teach other people. We're here to uh, communicate, build connection, and resolve issues. Um, and feelings are one word. You should be able to, they should be able to occur when you're totally alone. If you can't, if they can't, it's probably a judgment, something like disrespected or abused or abandoned, which means that something is done to you. Um, yeah. And don't, don't say, if you're saying feelings are one word, so don't, if you're saying I feel like, or I feel as if it's not a feeling, it's an evaluation snuck up in there somewhere. All right. So that is the podcast for today. Episode number seven. This is the Art of NVC podcast. My name is Micah Salaberrios. I have a website, artofnvc.com. I am available for phone calls and consultations. I have a book out, The Art of Nonviolent Communication on Amazon. The audio book was just released. It's available on audible.com. Um, I have a Instagram, Art of NVC. And I'm working on a board game. That's right. If you want a board game, I have it. I already have the rules. Um, they're $50. You'll be, if you order it now, I haven't released them. Um, but if anyone wants them, you can send me an email at theartofnvc at gmail.com. Just artofnvc at gmail.com. And uh, any questions too. People, you got questions? Hit me up. I'll answer them. Um, but yeah, if you want this board game, the board game's awesome. It's fun. My 12-year-old nephew loved it because, now it's not something you're going to play like Monopoly again and again and again and again and again, but like at first when you start playing it, what, it, what it'll do is to win the game, you need to learn the, the techniques of NVC. So you'll you'll quickly learn the techniques and it's a great way to share this with other people. So once you start using it and you want to share it to your family and your family's like doesn't want to hear you preaching... Well, using this game is great, and this game is really going to be good come Christmas time, which is a good reminder for me to get it together before Christmas time. I'm going to do that. Um, yeah, but if you'd like one of the first versions, then hit me up. It'll be $49.99, and yeah, you'd be you'd be like the beta version, so you could help me get make it better. And um, yeah, that's it for today. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a beautiful day. Good luck in your NBC adventures.